Welcome to Mama Babies, a podcast for women with type 1 diabetes by women with type 1 diabetes. Join us every week as we navigate through pregnancy, birth and motherhood whilst living well with type 1 diabetes. The experiences shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Please seek the guidance of your treating team before making any changes to your diabetes or pregnancy care. We are your hosts, Ash, Rachel and Carly, and this is Mama Babies. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be sitting here for the first time in 2021 with myself and Rachel and drumroll everyone, somebody has returned from maternity leave. (laughs) We have Ashley with us. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be back. I missed talking to you ladies. This has been such a long time coming. Now, for those at home, we have been sitting here probably for like 45 minutes already, um, catching up on everything that's been happening in our lives. So we are so excited to share that with you. So for our first episode of the season this year, we are just going to give you guys a little update on ourselves and our kiddos, um, what our vision is for this season, the topics we're going to be covering, uh, and hopefully uh, putting a little bit of a feeler out there for any of you who are listening who may uh, have some expertise or have a story to share because we love sharing your stories. But to start us off, the all-anticipated update that everybody has been waiting for, Ashley, how are you going? I'm going good. We are Three months postpartum now. So I had a little girl named Adeline three months ago um, uh, and we had a successful induction, which was um, everything that I was aiming for in birth. And I'm so excited to share my birth story a little bit later on in the season. So I'm starting back work next week and I don't know how three months has gone so quickly and that I'm at that stage where I'm starting work again already. (laughs) But I'm really looking forward to it and getting a bit of time back to myself. Now, just explain, um, so you are obviously going back to work after three months, but what is happening with Adeline? Um, I think that might just help. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, because obviously I, don't, I didn't want to be putting a three-month-old into daycare. So Daddy has managed to get primary care leave from his work. Um, mm-hmm. So Dad's being Mr. Mum for the next three months. Oh, um, Mr. Dad. Dad is Mr. Dad. Yes. Mr. Dad. He is, yes, he is. Very good at being Mr. Dad. So Mr. Dad will be home with Miss Adeline and I will be at work. <laughs> and then after that, we'll, we'll see what we do with childcare after that. And how is beautiful, Miss? she came for a visit, PS listeners at home, <laughs> we got to see her on the Zoom chat. Um, how is she going overall in her beautiful first three months? She's good. She's, a, I think, a really good little baby. She's pretty calm. She doesn't really cry unless she's got something to cry about. She doesn't sleep during the day, but she sleeps really well at night. Um, So within the last week, she's dropped her 11am, 2am and 4am feeds. So (laughs) my boobs are killing me because (laughs) we're now sleeping through from 9pm until (laughs) 8.30am. What a champ of a baby though. (laughs) I don't know how long that's going to last, but I'm just enjoying it while it's happening. (laughs) Yeah, so she's a really good little girl. She's very calm. She wants to be stimulated all of the time, which it's amazing, but also difficult if you've ever tried to stimulate a three-month-old baby. (laughs) You've basically got, you know, five things that you can rotate through, which is feeding, changing, tummy time, singing and talking. And she's not really interested in toys yet, which makes it hard because I'm like, oh, look at this toy. And she's like, no, don't want it. (laughs) 
it was good over Christmas though. Um, she was really into Christmas lights. So every night we would take a walk down the street and go and see all the Christmas lights and she'd be entertained by that for like a, a good hour, which was excellent. But what about you ladies? Yeah, Rachel, what's going on with you? I'm so excited oh, to hear about your kiddos in your lives. Yeah. So Will is 19 and a bit months old now. So oh he was God. quite a... Yeah, yeah. Um, he's more and more like a little boy every single day. It's kind of, yeah, I, I feel like from 18 months old, he's kind of, it, it's been that transition where he's looking more like a little boy and interacting more like a little boy and less like a baby. And it's, yeah, I, I just think where has all this time gone? He's running around and he's, his vocabulary is increasing and his confidence is increasing as well. And I think um, daycare as well has had a lot um, to do with that, in particular, his confidence. Um, he's become quite a social kid and we, we made the decision that from this year we were going to increase um, his days at daycare. He was doing one day a week last year and he's having more this year just because he thrives off it. So he's, today he's currently um, there for his, it's the first time he's had um two consecutive days at daycare. Um, so far, so good. I mean, I haven't got a call saying that he's struggling or anything or he hasn't, I don't know, torn the place apart. So that's always good to hear. That's um, good. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, I, think, it. I think they make yeah. things pretty non-terrible apart at daycare. Oh, yeah, he, he loves it. And, um, I, I mean, I was saying to you guys before, but the listeners didn't hear this, but since Nia's day, he has ad hoc decided to sometimes skip his day nap. So um, this has been interesting because it means he's extra grumpy in the afternoons, but then um, he kind of passes out after having an early dinner at like 5.30. So then Ray and I are sitting there going, okay, what do we, what do, we do now? We've got an evening free. But we're in hindsight the past couple of weeks, the only way we've been able to get Right, uh, get Will to go to sleep is to take him for a drive. That's literally the only way that we'll get him to sleep at the moment. Um, so yeah, on the days where he doesn't skip his day nap and has one, we have to hop in the car and go for a drive for about 30 minutes up to an hour to get him to sleep. So evenings can be hard at the moment if it's a day where he's had a sleep. Um, if he skips it, then we have time in the evening to do whatever we need to, you know, housework or whatever. But, yeah, we'll see. And, um, yeah, my PhD as well. I successfully made it through the first year, so I'll get to keep investigating diabetes and pregnancy and consumer perspectives this year. Um, we'll see what happens in that space. But otherwise, yeah, um, and family-wise, we are um, we're starting to think about um, planning for another kid as well. So it could be very exciting this year. Who knows? It sounds yeah. like a really busy year. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I've got a lot on my plate. Like, yeah, as a mum, wife, PhD student, worker, other things. Um, it's just all about navigating that all. But hey, there's so many people that, that balance so many things. Like a lot of them with diabetes have all these different hats they wear. So props to everyone. We can do it. We can get through this year. It's so good. And what about you, Carly? How have you been? How have the kiddos been? How's family life? Well, for our listeners wouldn't have seen, but I just pulled a face when Rachel asked me that question. Um, because, look, my kiddos are great. My kiddos are in probably uh, the best sibling stage that we've had so far. Mm. Uh, my Noah is 
nearly 16 months old. Mm -hmm. Uh, Isabel is three in a few weeks, um, in about four weeks, which is crazy. But they can actually interact with each other at the moment, like really nicely. They'll play together and, you know, not kill each other. And they can play similar games as well, which has been the big thing uh, that Noah can now join in with Isabel and, like, the things that Noah's playing with Isabel's interested in as well. Mm -hmm. So it's been really nice. Uh, I've also been able to do a major toy cull in my house because I don't need to have, like, really little toys for Noah and then, like, Isabel age toys because they're kind of in the same ballpark at the moment so it's been really great for my lounge room uh, and the amount of junk that I own uh, but look my kiddos are currently as I was explaining before going through a great phase of not sleeping which I know is super normal for a lot of people but it's just not for Drew and I we've been blessed or you know privileged or whatever words you want to use our kids have been amazing sleepers uh, like from six and eight weeks mm. and apart from teething really uh, we don't get a lot of wake-ups in the night and at the moment, both of my kids are like, do you want to know what? We need to wake up in the night. But we need to wake up at different times in the night. Uh, and my kids also share a bedroom. So one would assume that when one wakes up, it would wake the other one up. Well, at least that's what I think it should be. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. So we get one settled and then a half an hour, an hour later, the other one wakes up. Uh, and it's just been a bit of a frustrating thing at the moment. But, like, overall, look, we're having a great time. My kiddo's got a trampoline for Christmas because Isabel was desperate to jump, and ever since Christmas Day, apart from when it's raining, we are just out on that tramp. Oh, yeah. Uh, all day. And, I mean, I got it weighted so that I could jump on it. So I kick the kids off, and I'm like, it's Mummy's turn now. <laughs> uh, and Isabel doesn't really stand for that for too long. She's like, okay, my turn now, not your turn, my turn. But, yeah, look, we're doing really well. I'm really excited that, like, Christmas time, I guess, is over and we get to some kind of normality again now. Uh, You know, being out of routine for me isn't great, let alone what it must be like for a one- and a two-year-old to be out of routine, Uh, especially, like, my kiddos love their daycare, like, with Will. Um, My kiddos love it and they do so well there. I can not sing praises loud enough for daycares, but especially with like, you know, it's closed on this day for Christmas, understandably, but it's closed on a day that they'd normally go. So that throws their routine out of, you know, spending the time, the days at home that they normally do plus the extras and, or like, you know, we'd get them in for a casual day so that Drew and I could, you know, finish our Christmas shopping or so that we could do whatever. And then that's a day that they don't normally go and everything gets a bit all, Huggledy puggledy or whatever. So yeah, my kiddos this week are back to normal. They've just also or Isabel has switched rooms at daycare, so that's been really exciting for her. She's now in junior preschool because um, she's doing really well and she loves the extra ness of junior preschool, um, like the I guess level up of the activities and whatever that they're doing up there more suits her, and she just loves being up there she's been up there two days and she's like I'm in the big room now I'm not in the little room so (laughs) she's really happy and yeah doing really well um my husband is doing incredibly my husband has lost 80 kilos this year this past year yep so true yeah he's got like this renewed lease on life determination Yeah, so, like, here we are this morning, and now I feel really bad. So now, like, I've had to get my health into gear, which, I mean, (laughs) you know, oh, poor me. I've had to get my health into gear. Um, But, like, he got up this morning and went to the gym in the holidays. So our life is just – we drew and I sitting down uh, this morning. We went and did some groceries after he went to the gym and I went for a walk. And we were like, wow, our life is so different 
to what it was like when we recorded our first episode in what like April last year was yeah. it yeah we kind of look at our like look at our kiddos and look at our lives and look at what we're doing at our home and we're like wow we are just not the same people in a good way but we are just not the same people that we were or not the same family and I'm really excited and this sounds super cliche because like everyone's excited to see the arse end of 2020 but I'm just really excited to see like where my family goes this year Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, I have a, I'll have a three-year-old in a month, and I'll have a two-year-old later in the year, and my life will be all over the place again. <laughs> but anyway, so that's my update. My update is that we're good. We're sleep deprived, but we're good. <laughs> and I don't even have a newborn to blame it on. <laughs> like, I've got I don't know. Right? Newborn know sleeps through the night, and I'm still tired. And I'm like, but you slept through the night. <laughs> But then that's because she goes to bed at like 9pm and I stay up to like 12, 1am to do all of the housework. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you can't do the housework while you're at home with her. Unless you're with my kids and like, I want to vacuum. And I'm like, but you don't know how to vacuum. You oh just like gosh. fling the thing around in the air. Like that's not <laughs> vacuuming. But anyway, I love that they're trying to help. My kids are trying to get involved. And I'm like, here, sweep this up. Yeah, wipe this down. Like, don't touch the vacuum. Don't touch mummy's vacuum. But anyway, so I guess um, we're all good. Yes? Yes. All good. Yes. Can't, can't wait for this season because I'm really excited about a lot of the topics that we're going to be covering this season mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the things that we're going to be chatting about. And like I said before, if you're excited about them too, make sure you get in touch with us. And I'm going to mention that about 50 more times. Yes. Before yes. We, all we want sign to hear off. your stories. We do because <laughs> we don't have all the stories. <laughs> totally. And like, we just, I don't know. We just love sharing perspective. Like we, like Ashley said, we don't know everything, but you might have the one thing that somebody else needs yeah and you might not think it's important but it is yes absolutely that's been like since I've had Adeline that's absolutely been my mantra is just trying to find and when you find that person who's been in the same situation and the help that they can offer even if it's just like one tiny little thing that you can take away it's kind of what gets you through yeah so Yes, keep that in mind, listeners. Okay, so topics for this season. Um, we have a huge big long list here, so we're not going to go through them all. But I am going to jump in straight away and say I am super duper, uber, uber excited to be talking about our birth stories. Yes, so, so many birth stories this yes, season. Yes, it's going to be awesome. So we will have our own. Um, so there's four birth stories between the three of us, but we also are going to have a bunch of birth stories from our community, um, which is something that I'm super excited about and can't wait to share. There's so many different types of births out there. Yeah. And even like similar births, like but with like a couple of little things that are different. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's the thing that happened to me or yeah. that's the thing that happened to my such and such. And mm-hmm. like people think that birth is very similar. It's so not. Not. not e- yeah. I think every birth is very different. Mm-hmm. And the way that you, you think about birth and then the way that your birth happens is very different as well. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I am super excited about that. Um, what about you, ladies? What other things that have we've got coming up this season that you're, <laughs> you're keen about? Well, I'm so keen to talk about breastfeeding. That was yeah. it has been such a difficult journey for me, and I'm so 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 keen to talk about that and how that works in with diabetes and the immediate postpartum period. It's so interesting because, like, one of the things that nobody mentioned to me until after I'd had my kiddos was 
breastfeeding and hypos and now it's so it's like obvious it's like duh of course but nobody mentioned that to me until like I was kind of going up to have my kids so and the way that everybody deals with that like I know we were talking um to some people last season who their breastfeeding hypos were very different to what mine were like and then some people don't have them at all Mm. and again that range of normal I love the range of normal (laughs) because it's like you could have no hypos and that's normal and you can have lots of hypos and that's normal so I think that's going to be a really good one and also like you're saying Ashley just that immediate what breastfeeding is like Yes. And just, just the things that you can do to help yourself start breastfeeding. So I was not offered much help in the hospital when I first had Adeline. Um, And there's things that I learned about afterwards that would have been a huge help. And so I can't wait to talk about them, uh, talk about the different ways that you can actually have your child fed um, after you give birth, if you can't feed them um, immediately. So I couldn't feed immediately because I had surgery straight away. But uh, so she was given a bottle and developed bottle preference instantly, which made attaching her extremely difficult. It took three weeks. Um, But if I'd known about finger feeding or spoon feeding, things like that, we may not have had that issue. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, well, first I'm just going to say, yeah, that I, I agree with Ashley. It sounds fantastic that we'll be able to go through that. And I think it's one of the aims that we have. We're trying to bridge knowledge gaps. We're trying to share as much information as we can from the community and peers so that you can be as informed as possible um, and know um, that you have options and can consider all different perspectives. Um, For me, there's two things I'm really looking forward to. So firstly, I'm really looking forward to hearing about the ENDIA experience um, because unfortunately... Yeah, I'm so sad I missed out on that. Yeah, I missed out on it too. So I am really looking forward to hearing about especially your perspective Carly with the kiddos oh yeah so listeners I am an India mum with both my kiddos so I'm a participant and so are both my children yeah so I think it's going to be really beneficial conversations that we have and to hear about that program and all of its benefits because we we us three know its benefits and we've seen it we've seen it happen but um I think it'll be really interesting for our audience to hear and the second thing I'm really looking forward to is back by popular demand. Oh, yeah. We'll have an episode of Puppy. <laughs> 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 boys will be back to share their experience, which I think is the most anticipated and request uh, and most requested thing that we oh, have yes. from listeners is to get the boys back. So they will be back. And I, I'm really looking forward to this one, to hearing about their experiences with the birth, because apparently I was talking to Ray and there was a whole heap of things that happened in our, our birth story process that I either was oblivious to or completely forgot. So I'm looking forward to hearing their stories. <laughs> I think so. I think it's good because, like, even Hugh and I, when we talk about my birth um, or Adeline's birth, um, the, our perspectives are very different. I was extremely mm. pleased with my birth. I was very happy with how things happened. And he says it was the worst night of his life. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's just I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And he, he was really upset by it. So... Very interesting to hear their perspective because they're, they're looking in on something that's happening to us and um, in a completely different, from a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things I'm also like so keen to talk about and particularly um, from the both of you is mental health post-pregnancy. Yes. yes. Um, that fourth trimester, um, you know, PPD, like all that kind of stuff and the way to look after ourselves. Um, obviously, physically, we need to look after ourselves, not only as new mums, but new mums with type 1 diabetes and not only that we have to look after a human and all these extra things, but our mental health 
just generally, I would assume, I mean, takes a subside. Everything takes a subside when you're a mum. Yeah. Everyone or everything seems to get more preference than you. But I'm really excited um, to talk about mental health um, in like those late stages of pregnancy and then obviously postpartum and, you know, moving on from there. I think that's really important because up until really chatting with you ladies, I did not know a great deal about the stuff that was out there or that's accessible for women like postpartum or even during pregnancy and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. can't wait to share all that. I'm, and like I said, we've got heaps of stuff to talk about. We're not going to go through the whole list because then you won't come back. Um, (laughs) but, But we have, yeah, we have so much to talk about this season. I think we have, Oh, just a casual another 30 episodes for you listeners. Um, so yeah, number. We, um, yeah, we are really looking forward to this season. Um, Ashley is going to be popping in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be fun for Rachel and I to like take on Ashley's crazy organisation <laughs> from her because she's definitely been in charge of everything. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> I think you've done brilliantly. <laughs> I've just renamed a bunch of documents. Um, that's about all that I've done. So, anyway, we are, yeah, we're going to have a great season. We're going to be talking ma- basically about the fourth trimester. Is that right? Like, would that yes. be kind of, yeah. So, we're going to be talking yep. about that 12 weeks after bub. A little bit outside but around about that time yeah and yeah it's just going to be super exciting especially because we've been following along with a pregnancy and now we have our first mama beaties baby <laughs> we do <laughs> which is just super duper exciting um so we're gonna have a short episode this week everyone um we are gonna just get into getting some content together for you so that we can put it out there and you can start listening to some of the great stuff we've got lined up but do you ladies have anything that you want to share before we head off today no, I think just let's, I'm just going to reiterate, reiterate your call out for anybody who has a story to tell um, or a topic that you're interested in. Mm. If you want to hear about something in in particular, because we've only got our experiences. And like I said, I learned so much from other people. Like I learned so much postpartum as well. Um, and I really don't think I could have survived without, you know, the help that I got from other people, from women sharing their stories. So contact us please I agree and I think that also like I say we have 30 topics lined up 30 episodes lined up yeah Um, we are so flexible like if you are really interested in hearing about um, a particular aspect of that fourth trimester or um, something in regard to the postpartum period like please get in touch yeah or birth get in touch with us and if we can make it happen we will make it happen yeah Um, because we have a list of things that we think you want to hear about and you know people have got in touch with us already and I've said hey what about this and we've kind of put that all together but we are so much more interested in what you guys want to hear about than what we want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> so yeah get in touch with us um anything you want to add Rachel yeah um and also thank you to everyone who has liked and shared our content on our social medias as well yes. so um we have the amazing Bub Baby and Beyond Facebook group that we are all in and we all love but um it, of course we have to also recognize that there are women with diabetes out there who haven't found a Facebook community to be a part of and they may not have access to this info so the more that you can share this information outside of private Facebook groups and to um other people um the better because we're just we're wanting to help women be educated and feel empowered. So, yeah, we do appreciate any interaction you have with us. And um, if you can share with other women with diabetes, we would absolutely love it. Amazing. 
thanks for joining us for our first episode of Mama Babies for 2021. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so that others can find us too. Remember to follow us on Facebook, just search Mama Babies, Twitter at Mama Babies or on Instagram at Mama Babies underscore podcast. To reach out, please email us at mamabeebies.podcast at gmail.com. If during this podcast series you feel you need to reach out for additional support, please contact your usual treating team, Canada's National Prenatal Anxiety and Depression Helpline on 1300 726 306 or Lifeline on 13114 outside of Canada's operating hours.